Hey, welcome to the Sneaky Place podcast presented by JokerMag.com, the home of the underdog. All righty then, welcome back to the Sneaky Place podcast. It's Brian Gatino here with Dom Fierro and Chris Morse. What's up, boys? What's going on, gentlemen? It's a uh, very active sports week we got here. You know, it was balls deep in the NFL season still. Uh, World Series kicking off tonight. And you're watching the NBA TNT pregame show, which is the best comedy show on television right now. Uh, it's good to, have, uh, good to have a lot of action going right now. A lot of, uh, a lot of bets being placed today, too. So we'll see how that Yeah, goes. the sports equinox coming up on uh, Thursday, I believe, right now. What day is it coming up on? <laughs> Uh, I think it might be Thursday. Sunday, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but it's coming up this week. I know that at some yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great time of year for sports. It's like this this week and then, uh, you know, towards uh, the beginning of baseball season with opening day and then you still got the NHL, college basketball, March Madness going on and stuff. So, yeah, definitely a great time of the year. Um, but anyways, we're here for one reason, one reason only. And that's our DraftKings plays the week plus picks against the spread. So two things. I lied already in this podcast. Um, but yeah, two things. <laughs> uh, DraftKings plays will be first. Uh, I want to remind everyone uh, buys are going on this week. It's the Cowboys and the Ravens, which could be detrimental to a lot of uh, a lot of fancy teams out there, especially mine when I have Dak and Zeke on one of them. So it'll be a little, a little bit of a nightmare there. But <clears throat> alas, we're here to – let you know the plays that need to be in your lineups. And as always, we start with the quarterbacks, finish with the defenses. This week, we'll, we'll start rolling with Morris at the quarterback position. Who you got, Morris? All right, well, I am starting us off hot here with this, with this pick. I'm not so sure how you guys are going to feel about it. I'm honestly stunned that I'm saying it. But Ryan Tannehill. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you know that was coming? Turn, turn the podcast off Turn right the now. podcast off already. Turn off the lights. Uh, this is like reminiscent of Dom from a couple weeks ago. What do you Turn have? it off. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill priced at 5,100 going up against the lowly Tampa Bay Buccaneer defense. I, I think we can all agree the Tampa Bay's defense has been less than stellar this year. They let Daniel Jones go off against them. And clearly, you know, to this point, that's a fluke because Daniel Jones just looked like hot garbage against everybody else in the league. Ryan Tannehill, though, man, quietly pretty good game last week. 23.2 fantasy points, threw for 312 yards, two touchdowns. He had a really high completion percentage, 23 to 29. And, I mean, yeah, the Chargers defense isn't anything special either. But now there's the Bucs. It's also at home. Um, clearly, I think Tennessee – I mean, they're not a good team still by any means. But I think they're clearly benefiting from Tannehill over Mariota. Um, and I think there are some really good high-priced guys at other positions this week, um, preferably running back. There's a couple of receiver too, and even a tight end. So I think this is a good week to go cheap at QB. I think you're taking advantage of a good matchup here for Tannehill against Tampa Bay's defense. Um, and who knows? I mean, Tannehill, he definitely looked like he was spinning the ball better than Mariota. That's obviously not a high bar to clear, but you know, it seemed like he was getting the rest of those guys involved. Corey Davis, A.J. Brown, Blaney Walker, guys that have kind of been, you know, not heard from all season. So I, uh, I liked what I saw out of Ryan Tannehill last weekend. I'm stunned I'm saying it. This is probably the only time I'll ever pick him on the pod, and I'll probably regret it, but I'm rolling the dice with Tannehill this weekend. Uh, oh, my God. 
I knew you. I knew you were gonna hate it. I Tannehill, he stinks. He is so bad. I, I think he stinks too, but he looked good last week. Uh, yeah, one game. Whoop de do. I, mean, I, yeah. I need to see it more if I'm going to pick him. I'm not wasting my money with him. Uh, this week, I'm actually big, big, big Matt Stafford guy. I'm usually not. He's, little, he's priced at 6100 He's decently expensive, but he's going up against the low, the lifeless, the lowest New York Giants and their defense, and they're atrocious. I mean, yeah. Kyler Kyle Murray kind of had his way a little bit uh, in the rain on Sunday. Matt Stafford has been playing really well. He did, you know, a few bombs against the Packers a few weeks ago. Last week had a great game against the Vikings. Uh, would expect more of the same against as he had the game he had against the Vikings against the Giants this week. And sixty one hundred. I don't. I personally don't think this is the week that you go low at QB. I think you need to go in that upper echelon. The guys are lower than him. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater's also there. I do like Teddy Bridgewater this week against Cardinals also. Uh, he's at 5,900. I think Teddy Bridgewater is just putting it all together right now and becoming not one of the better uh, – well, I guess, yeah, one of the better uh, NFL quarterbacks right now. But after him, I mean, there's nothing I really like, including Ryan Tannehill. I absolutely hate that pick. Um, <laughs> but this is the week I feel like you can get still – I mean, Matt Stafford, Teddy Bridgewater, both those guys relatively, you know – they're kind of decently expensive, like the middle of the pack guys, but those two guys I'm rolling with this week. So I have two players at quarterback. One of them is Matt Stafford. The other one is Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> uh, let's go, Tino. Jesus. <laughs> this is a, an officially a Ryan Tannehill podcast. I think, Look, we, have, I think we have to get him to sponsor. Look, I, I, the Tampa Bay Bucks and New Year's defense is just simply abysmal in the secondary. I mean, Kyle Allen lit him up in London. <laughs> exactly. I, Ryan Tannehill, feed me that 5,100. <laughs> it's a great price. And it's he a good great price. It is and a great price. I mean, you can start, I mean, completion percentage through the roof. I mean, he's getting, they have some weapons there in Tennessee too. I refuse to believe that. You know, they're not just some inept offense at the skill position. They got some guys. I mean, Adam Humphreys, too, got a little bit involved. You know, we've seen him have success as a slot receiver before. Um, Tannehill, he was spinning a nice ball. The ball just comes out of his hands differently than Mariota. Oh, my God. We literally talk about every week how bad and how boring the Titans' offense is. They are. You guys go and take Ryan Tannehill. Oh, my God. (laughs) I like the Matt Stafford pick, too, for what it's worth. I do think that's, that's a good pick going up against the lowly Giants and Another guy that I've been pretty high on this year. I think he's looked good. So there's not many differences between Mariota and Tannehill, but there's one difference. Ryan Tannehill doesn't have tennis elbow, so he yes. can throw the football. <laughs> it's not just like a wounded duck throwing the ball, you know, where it's like 20 well, yards. It's like it, a fucking pop cake. It was like that for years with the Dolphins. I wouldn't expect it. I'm telling you, I need to see it more. I don't think he's going to have a good game this week. Well, Morris and I are going to take our chance. Uh, we're in. Officially. I'm all in. I'm all in. <laughs> well, anyway. Um, but, Dom, I do agree with you. It's actually a decent week to pay up at quarterback a little bit. But for me, I, I think I'm going to go down. I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to ride with Morris. Ryan Tannehill. Sign me up. 5,100. Let me, let me pay up for, uh, for a couple other guys. Let's do it. Tannehill, baby. Not sure how this will pan out. We'll probably yeah. shoot it, come back right in our faces, and Dom actually might be right for once. But 
<laughs> there you <I> go. Mean, <laughs> but yeah, no, Dom, seriously, the Matt Stafford pick is good. I think he's going to go off uh, against the Giants this week. So another good play, just $1,000 more expensive. So depends on where your lineup's at uh, when you get to there. We'll move on to running backs, hopefully not as bad as what we just mentioned in the quarterback position. Um, Dom, we'll start with you. Let's see if you, you start this one off hot, too. Well, you guys aren't going to like this pick just because of the team he plays for, but I really like Sony Michelle this week at 5,200 oh. going up against the Cleveland Browns. Uh, <laughs> what, I mean, you and me, you know, Tino, you and me talked about this a lot you know, when we talked about our preview and the Browns and the defense. The Browns defense is ranked 30th in the league <laughs> in uh, rushing defense. Sony Michelle, I think his his path to being an NFL player is being created in front of us and he's going to be a red zone guy. He's going to get those carries that, you know, in the running downs where they need big plays from him and three touchdowns yesterday against, I mean, Jets defense, <laughs> say what you want about it yesterday, but they're decent. Eh, you know, they're not the greatest defense, but they're not awful. This Browns defense rushing is awful. I would expect Sony Michelle to have a big week this week. Uh, probably get a touchdown or, or two. I mean, yesterday he didn't have any rushing yards, but three touchdowns. That's I think he had like twenty something points yesterday, maybe even more. Uh, he's really the only guy I really like this week. Another guy, kinda. I mean, he's a little bit more expensive, and I don't know if I take the risk on him. Um, and it solely depends on if uh, Kamara is not playing. Is Latavius Murray at fifty eight hundred? If Kamara plays, I would not take him. But if he doesn't, he had a really good game last week. Uh, I expect him to have another game, good game this week, especially, I mean, you run the ball against the Bears. I feel like you can run the ball against anybody, and they're playing the Cardinals. I think it's a good matchup, but it's only if Kamara doesn't play. Yeah, I, uh, first glance, you know, I didn't like the Michelle pick, but, you know, just because I don't, I don't really like the way he's run the ball this year, but, you know, with the Patriots, they, you know, they're just putting up tons of points. They're getting short fields because their defense, and he's really benefiting from that because he's finding the end zone a ton, and they love just plunging it in from the one-yard line. Um, and against the Browns, you know, at home, I could see them moving the ball up and down the field. And even if he doesn't get a ton of yards, he's probably good for a touchdown or two. Um, my guys for the week, um, you know, a little risky with this pick here. I'm paying up for Todd Gurley. Um, I think he's going to have a big week. I mean, going against the Bengals, who are obviously atrocious. Um, I thought he looked a little bit better last on Sunday. You know, I, I watched a like, good amount of that game, weirdly, um, against Atlanta, even though it was ugly. Um, you know, he didn't have a ton of yards, but he did find the end zone and receiving touchdown. Um, and he looked like he had like a two rushing touchdowns around the goal line too that the inadequate refs didn't rule touchdowns. Um, so I thought he looked better. I thought he looked more healthy coming off, you know, the week that he didn't play the week before. Um, yeah, he's highly priced, but, you know, everyone's been eaten against Cincinnati this year, um, especially on the ground. So I, I do think he's worth paying up for this week. I think if there's a week that Gurley's going to bust loose and, and really go off, um, it would be this week. Because he really hasn't had, you know, one of those games this year. He hasn't even rushed for 100 yards in the game this year, which is crazy to imagine. Um, he's, been, he's been pretty consistent with the touchdowns, with the red zone touches. Um, and I think the Rams offense definitely found their footing last Sunday um, against, the, against the Falcons. So I would like that to continue this week against the Bengals. Um, and my other guy, this one is definitely stepping out on a limb a little bit more. Um, somebody that, you know, I barely have even heard of, but I like Ty Johnson this week for Detroit running the rock against the lowly New York Giants. Um, we oh, saw it. Yeah, it's not a bad pick. I like that pick a lot better than Ryan Tannehill. Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> the, um, 
Yeah, I mean, we saw Chase Edmonds, a no-namer, basically last week, just run, you know, rampant through the Giants' defense. Um, I think he might have had three touchdowns, and he looked really impressive. I mean, he was hitting wide-open holes, and he was getting through, you know, rather easily untouched. Um, and, you know, we know Carrion Johnson's been placed on IR now. I mean, the Lions, I think they're looking for a running back. But for now, I mean, they're going to have to roll with Ty Johnson. Um, Johnson's I, he's looked decent catching the ball out of the backfield, too. He had four catches for 28 yards against the Vikings on Sunday. Um, and, you know, yeah, like I said, we've just seen the Giants, you know, yield tons of yards on the ground. Um, and when they're doing it against Chase Edmonds, who looks like a pretty good player, but, you know, clearly nobody, you know, had had heard of him or really took note of him before last Sunday. Um, I think we could be seeing a similar thing with, with Ty Johnson this Sunday for Detroit. And he's only priced at 4900 Yeah, so um, Dom, I'll start with you. Michelle, I think it's actually a good pick, um, not because he's running the football well, but just because he gets every single goal line carry. Um, so the chances of the Pats being near the goal line is very high. Uh, you can see they do it every single week. Um, with they, when they force turnovers and you know, opponents end. So Michelle, probably a decently safe play, probably probably gets you a touchdown, hopefully just ups those yards this week. Um, Tavius Murray would be a good play if Kamara is going to be out. I think that would be a very good play um, against Arizona's defense, and they'll be catching the passes out of the backfield too. So he'll end up being a workhorse yet again. And then more switching over to you. I also have Ty Johnson. Um, Wow, we are on the same page with the underdogs this week. Yeah, he's he's someone <laughs> I've actually, he's actually someone I've had my eye on just because Carrion wasn't you know he wasn't being like the most amazing back that you know he could have possibly had the potential to be. Um, they picked up they when they picked up Ty Johnson, they released C.J. Anderson. So clearly they thought of something of Ty Johnson when that happened. So um, he's going to be the number one guy in Detroit. They're playing the Giants this week. They also play Oakland the following week. So you know, look for Ty Johnson to, to make some fancy oh, yeah. impacts. Let's two, eat two, Ty Johnson. Two weeks in a row, Ty Johnson. Um, so, yeah, I like that pick. I'm not hot, so sold on Gurley. Um, just this price is too high for me. I don't I don't see him as a $7,400 back anymore um, in DraftKings plays. But I do think he'll have a good week. But I don't know if he'll, you know, up his threshold of – you know, 7.4 times three is so what is it, like 22.2 points or something like that. I don't know if he gets there. Yeah. Um, so that's a little sketchy for me, but I do like, I do like all the plays that we've mentioned. So uh, I think Ty Johnson would be somebody I would have to sneak into my lineup for sure. And then you, you maybe if maybe if you do, if you do that, then you would pay up for like McCaffrey at, as your other running back or Barkley as your other running back. Um, for me, my play is Austin Eckler at 5,900. Oh, I was thinking about him. He's sticking I was, around. I was seriously considering him. I like the pick, you know. He's sticking around. Um, I mean, Melvin Gordon doesn't look good. He just doesn't. And Austin Eckler does. And he's, he's going to be sticking around. He catches all of the passes out of the backfield. I mean, he's had only one down week this year. Um, and now happened to be against Pittsburgh for whatever reason. They couldn't play football that day. And – I, th- I like Austin Eckler this week. I think he's a really good play. I, I don't think Chicago's run defense is as stout as we thought. Yeah, no, I love, I love the pick. Um, I mean, Eckler's looked – I mean, he's really been like their best weapon on offense this year. Um, he was all over the place catching the ball on Sunday. Um, I think he had a couple quiet weeks or maybe just one quiet week before. Um, but he's been really steady. I mean, he's a much better runner between the tackles too than I think I ever would have thought – 
Um, and he's really better than Melvin Gordon now. I mean, he's kind of taken over the lead role there, shockingly. Yeah, and this I agree with you. This Bears defense has looked. Yeah, they've been disappointing. Mediocre. I mean, for a team that tore it up last year, I think I personally think they've been figured out. I think they need to change something. I think people have started to learn how to play against them and aren't, you know, they're like, oh, you know what? We're going to go in, we're going to beat them this way, and that's how we're going to beat them because every team is doing it. And you're seeing the kind of the results from that. And I think Chargers, you know, we'll talk about the picks later, but I think the Chargers go in there and win. Or wherever the game is, uh, you know, but I think the Chargers will win this game eventually. But we'll get into that later. Yeah, so do we have any more running back plays? I think we've we need about five or six guys that could definitely be slotted into the lineup this week. Yeah, that's about it. I would agree, you know, I mean, the girly pick is definitely fair to, you know, question. Um, I'm just thinking if there's any week that he, you know, really lights it up, it would be this week. But it's fair to question, you know, certainly at that price and kind of his, his lack of consistent workload all year. So that's not one that I feel as confident in. I like the other ones we picked better. All right, and we'll, we'll move on to receiver then. Um, I'll actually start at receiver. I have one guy that I want to name, and that's pretty much it. Then I'll let you guys go off. I got Kenny Stills for the Houston Ooh. Texans. I don't hate it either. At 4,700. Uh, Will Fuller is going to miss some time, quite a, quite a few weeks. Um, and Kenny Stills is going to be that, that, uh, that deep ball guy for Deshaun Watson. And they're playing against the Oakland Raiders this weekend who just got freaking thrashed by every single <laughs> no-name receiver on the Packers. So, yes, they did. Yeah. <laughs> So feed me little Kenny Stills this week at 4,700. Yeah, I like Kenny Stills. I think it's, you know, it's steal at that price too. Um, And, you know, Will Fuller is just constantly the walking wounded. You know, he'll go off for 100 yards and three touchdowns, whatever he did a couple weeks ago, and then kind of, you know, just not not be heard from for a couple of weeks. He seems like he leads the league in, you know, trips to the tunnel or trips to the blue tent every week. You know, he's he's just constantly living in there. I feel bad because he's a good player, but you just can't stay on the field consistently. Um, that was a good move by by Houston picking up Stills for this exact reason. They probably knew they couldn't count on Fuller's health for for 16 games, and Stills has looked good when he's you know been given the chance. And you know he's going to assume that that number two role opposite of Hopkins. Um, and we know Hopkins has kind of been double covered a lot this year, and guys like Fuller and Kuti have kind of and the tight ends have benefited from that some weeks. Um, but Stills, you know, he's a veteran guy, and I, uh, I I do like him. I like him this week, and I like him going forward. Yeah, uh, Kenny Stills. I mean, what hasn't been said already by you two, but he's gonna have a big week this week. I mean, especially I mean, just watching the game against the Packers for the Raiders, they got. I mean, everybody just ate against them, and Sean Watson. I would expect to do much of the same with throwing the ball, like they Aaron Rodgers did, especially if he gets the protection because Rodgers is really protected on Sunday. But Deshaun Watson, one of those guys who can also roll out the pocket and looks to throw the ball downfield. Expect it to happen. I think Kenny Stills will have a big game this week for it. Uh, since Morris didn't give his picks, I guess I'll go. Yeah, go uh, I do have a couple, but you, you go first. <laughs> uh, oh, so I actually have three picks. One guy's a little bit on the higher side, and that's uh, Marvin Jones Jr. I feel like he's going to have a big game this week going up against the Giants, 5,800. He had a big game last week. The problem with him has been kind of what I used to say with Amari Cooper, where he has big weeks and then just as a no-show next week. So he had a big week. I hope he goes back again and has another big week. He's more of a flyer pick, uh, just 5,800 going up against this Giants defense. I feel like he needs to be mentioned. Uh, and then my other two, uh, one of those guys is DK Metcalf, 
fifty. Uh, he's at five thousand dollars. He had a huge fumble the other day uh, against the Ravens, but he's going up against Atlanta. We said it last week on the Podmores. Uh, if you can't get started, you know your offense really gets rolling against Atlanta. I expect him to have a big yeah. game. You know he's turned he's turned into a decent. I mean, we all kind of said that pick wasn't the greatest. You know, we felt like he wasn't a first rounder, second rounder, whatnot. I was very surprised, but he's kind of, you know, had a quality season so far for a rookie. I expect him to have a decent game this week going up against the Falcons. And then my last guy <coughs> is just kind of because you guys picked Ryan Tannehill. This is a guy I picked out, you know, just as soon as you guys picked Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Corey Davis going up against uh, Tampa. He's had two 20-plus games this year. Both of those games were against uh, – not very good defenses. First one was obviously last week was against the Chargers. They had 20 points. And then against the Falcons, he had 20 points also. I would expect him a touchdown on both of those games also. If you guys are going to pick Ryan Tannehill, I feel like you need to stack him with somebody at 44,000 for Corey Davis. I feel like he's a great, he has a great opportunity to make you a lot of, give you a lot of points this week. Yeah, I'm actually, I was, uh, DK Metcalf was one of my guys too. Um, Love that pick. I think he's been, you know, quietly really good this year after the Seahawks kind of caught a lot of flack for that pick. He's been, you know, he's been really explosive down the field. Um, he's been, you know, Wilson's really his, his number two guy um, behind Tyler Lockett. Um, I like the Marvin Jones pick too. Um, he's also, I mean, coming off a huge week with the three touchdowns um, and somebody you can just count on. Um, my guys, um, other than DK Metcalf, who I liked, um, I also like Tyler Lockett. You know, Russell Wilson's other target, like we said, you know, if you're if you're looking to have a get-right week. And Seattle certainly is, you know, going to try to have a bounce-back week here offensively after really struggling on Sunday against the Ravens. Um, what better, you know, week than to go down to Atlanta and beat up on that crap team. Um, so Lockett, I mean, he's another guy that's just been really consistent this year. He seems to have five, six catches every game. Um, finds the end zone every other week, if not every, every week, too. Um, consistently gets a lot of targets, so – I like him a lot this week, too. Um, and then my last guy, I like John Brown going up against my Philadelphia Eagles. Another guy that's been you know, kind of under the radar and really consistent so far this year. It seems like he puts up you know, the same stat line, five for you know, 80 yards and a touchdown like every week. Um, pretty reasonably priced, too, only a 5,900. Um, I think that's definitely good value this week. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it seems like he's he gets close to double-digit, if not double-digit targets every week, and we all know how porous the Eagles' past events has been, um, you know, just giving up loads and loads of yardage, especially to number one receivers. Um, so I think Brown could definitely bust loose for a big player, too, this weekend. Yeah, so th- these are some decent plays here. And, I, you know, the, the games to target this week are definitely the Giants and Lions game. Um and then Seattle players against that that Atlanta defense will also suit you pretty well. The Rams players against the, the Bengals will suit you pretty well. So look, look for guys in those key matchups. Um, obviously, the Texans guys against the Raiders. Like these are all very very juicy matchups. You got just got to find the right one, and hopefully that one clicks uh, higher than your opponents. Um, another guy I want to highlight too is from that Detroit uh, Giants game is revenge game for Golden Tate. Could be a decent week for him. Revenge Could be. Well. A revenge Maybe. game. Yeah. I don't um, know. I don't know if I'm going to slot him in, but I don't. I can see him kind of going off uh, in Detroit. 
Yeah, I mean, he's he looked pretty good. What was it? The uh, the Thursday night game a couple weeks ago um, against the Patriots. He had the big touchdown. Um, I don't know. Ugh, I just it's hard for me to you know think anything positively about the Giants right now. Well, you also got to think too that Sterling Shepard might be back from his second True. concussion this yeah. season. Did so, Ingram play on Sunday too? He did play, right? He did, and he back, yeah. he sucked. But so he got, yeah, he got poked in the eye or something, and he yeah, went out for they, a while. They pretty much double teamed him all yeah. game. Uh, but I won't know if Golden takes the greatest pick. Just you know, if Sterling Shepard plays, I think Sterling Shepard. Take, I, we talked about the other you know a few weeks ago. Will Golden take and take away from Sterling Shepard? I feel like Sterling Shepard will definitely take away from Golden Tate. Yeah, those end up taking targets away from each other. So that's just a very good point, Dom. Um, let's move on to tight end. And uh, it doesn't look very pretty this week at this position. I'm not sure where you guys are at, um, but who wants to go first? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take the ring on this one because I actually I do have a guy that I like this week. Um, he's expensive, so that's why I was kind of trying to go low at some other positions like quarterback with, with my boy Tannehill. Um, I like Austin Hooper this week. Priced at 5500 uh, I think he's one of the guys that's certainly going to benefit from that Sanu trade too. Um, and he was putting up good numbers before that anyway. Um, he's had a touchdown each of the last two weeks. He's got two games over 100 yards. Um, and, with, you know, Atlanta, obviously, they're terrible and their defense is a joke. But, you know, with the exception of like last week and maybe one other game, I mean, their offense has put up big yardage and points pretty much every week. Um, they just can't stop anybody. But, I mean, Hooper, certainly good numbers on the year. He's on pace to have over 1,000 yards and, you know, around eight touchdowns. Um, and, you know, the one thing Seattle's defense has been terrible at this year, I think, which is partly why they made that trade today, um, getting, getting digs from, from Detroit to safety, um, is that their defense has just been terrible covering tight ends. Um, Ricky Seals-Jones busted loose against them. Gerald Everett had a career day against them. Um, even last week, Mark Andrews had a solid game and dropped a, a would have been touchdown pass. Um, so I definitely like Austin Hooper against them this week. Uh, the only question could be if, you know, Matt Ryan's going to play or not, which kind of seems iffy up in the air right now. I think he's supposed to not practice tomorrow. Um, but they say it's not a long-term thing. It's just an ankle sprain. So there's a chance he tries to give it a go. Um, and even if Shab's in there, I mean, Shab's not a guy that's going to, you know, force the ball downfield a whole lot. So I feel like that can even bode well for a guy like Cooper on check now check downs and, and things of that nature. Yeah, so I do like that pick. My pick is a thirty four hundred Eric Ebron. Uh had a good game last week. He's had some good weeks in the past. I think he has a good game. At thirty four hundred, I would you know, you hope for a guy who is gonna be, you know, kind of switching in the roles. He's not the primary tight end all the time, but he does get points. I mean he's averaging eight points in the year at 3,400, that gives you more than, you know, if he gets nine points, then he has already, you know, done his work for Sunday at 3,400. So I like Eric Ebron this week going up against Denver. Denver, decent defense. Uh, I think they're like top 10, I believe, in passing defense. But I like Eric Ebron to probably get at least a touchdown. That could be his only catch of the game, where in the past, I think one week he had one catch for a touchdown and he ended up having you know, nine or 10 points just from that catch. So I expect Eric Ebron to have a decent game this week, and I like him at tight end. Yeah, I'm not sure how much I get behind Ebron. Um, just he's, he's either touchdown or bust for me kind of guy, but at 3,400, I guess that's the price that you're paying for. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm going to I'm gonna roll with Morris with, with Austin Hooper this week, and I think 
um, Matt Schaub playing quarterback actually may up his value because like you said, Morris, like Schaub's not gonna be taking shots down the field. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, he's, he's like 90 years old. He's, yeah. he, his arm is a noodle at this point. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's gonna be throwing 10, 10 yard outs to Austin Hooper. <laughs> all so, day. All day. Um, but yeah, Austin Hooper's been like the number one tight end in football this year. Um, and then the, like the Sanu trade benefits him as well. So, um, yeah, I like Austin Hooper this week. I, I think he's going to be worth his, worth his price for sure. And then you can always play my guy every single week, Darren Waller. Dude's an absolute baller. Yes. <laughs> Just got a nice uh, contract extension too. Okay, they nice gave him little, the bag a little bit. Nice little payday, and then he scores his first two touchdowns of his career. So Darren Waller's going to eat. I'm telling you, every single week. <laughs> every single week he's going to Yeah, eat. he's good, man. He's a legit good player. I mean, he runs like a, a deer out there too. I mean, z- zooming through the Packers secondary. Oh, yeah. Well, well who doesn't zoom through the Packers secondary now? <laughs> <laughs> hey, still 6-1 and one, though. Still turning out wins. Yeah, I can't complain. You could, yeah, but I was say you cannot be complaining about your team. No, no kidding. <laughs> Definitely, you you are the one that should not be complaining about your team this week. Oh man, <laughs> we won't we won't even go into the Jets. So that's just not. Yeah, not <laughs> well, the, the Eagles either. I we'll, we'll get to the Eagles pick. But, All right. Yeah. All right. Let's move. Let's move on to uh, to defense, <laughs> and uh, we'll roll through this quickly. Um, I'll start. I'm, I'm going to go with the Colts defense uh, against the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos have Joe Flacco playing quarterback, and I'm still not sure why they do, they do have that going on. So uh, give me a little Colts defense against the worst quarterback to ever live. $2,900. Yeah, I like that price too, 2900 Um, I have a similar one defense kind of just picking on, you know, a crappy offense. Um, I'm going with the Lions at 2800 um, I know they were awful on Sunday against Kirk Cousins in Minnesota, but that offense is, you know, they're really running on all, you know, fumes right now. They're clicking on all cylinders. Um, and I actually like what I've seen from the Lions defense this year with the exception of Sunday. Um, and I think this week is a bounce back game for them too at home. I think they'll probably come out, you know, angry and ready to avenge um, that poor game they had last week. So I like them at 2,800. So I'm going to meet you guys right in the middle of those two picks and pick the Seahawks against the going up against the Falcons. Uh, I think the Seahawks play bounce back, play a lot better against Matt Schwab and uh, what's it called and the Falcons. Twenty eight hundred value pick. Yeah, can't go wrong with any of those picks. No, def. I, I don't think you can. Um, let's uh, let's move on to the picks against the spread because we actually got through our DraftKings plays pretty darn quickly. I think we were uh, we were pretty yeah, much might be agree- record time. We were in agreement on a lot of them. <laughs> And uh, I didn't think we would be going into this. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, Tannehill and Ty Johnson, who would have thought? <laughs> yeah, who would have thunk it going in? Uh, Great minds think alike. That was bashing us. Freaking uh, well. Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> you watched, Dom. Remember when I picked Marcus Mariota? Oh, yeah, he did have a good week that week, too. <laughs> Out of all the weeks he had, that was his best week. Uh, you know, you gotta, you're the Titan quarterback whisperer. Exactly. They just get down there and call those plays. You can get a job just like Adam Gase does. Honestly. Oh my God. Honestly, I think I could call the plays for the Titans and the Jets. I I mean Yeah, I mean there's not anything can work better than what's been going on there. Oh my goodness. I can't believe they was those guys get freaking paid. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh anyway, let's move on to our picks against the spread. Uh the standings of as of now. Morris leads me by three games, I believe, and I lead Dom by two games. So it's it's real close out oh. out there right now. Tightly uh, contested, no. t- very tightly contested. Um, 
So we'll move on to picks. We'll start with Thursday night football, and what a game will this be? The Redskins go into Minnesota to play the Vikings. The Vikings are a 16-point favorite at home, probably wow. with with a running backless Washington Redskins. Yeah. Oh, my uh, God. God. Wendell, Wendell Smallwood carrying that. Oh, yeah. Don't hate on my boy Wendell, man. He's got an Eagles Super Bowl ring. <laughs> oh, well. um, anyway, we'll, we'll start with you, Morris. Uh, Vikings, the Redskins are, you know, they're a catastrophe. Vikings are firing all cylinders right now. Um, Vikings and they, and they cover the spread. I agree with Morris here. Vikings cover and they win the game. Well, I, they have to win the game. To cover, so. <laughs> they have to win, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, ne- I'm never going to pick the Redskins again after I thought they'd cover against the Bears. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with the Vikings there and move on to Sunday. We got the game we talked about a lot, the Seahawks and the Falcons. Um, I'm currently not seeing a spread on this one. I'm assuming it's decently high, though. <laughs> uh, um, oh, there's no spread? Let me see if I can check it. Has anyone seen the spread on that one? Uh, let me, let me could, get it. It could be in the midst yeah, of a I'm change. Trying, I'm trying to get it up. Um, it is three and a half for the Seahawks. Three and a half? Three and a half. Interesting. Huh. Um, I, I can't take the Falcons. I gotta go with the yeah, the fact. I mean, the Falcons are. Down. The fact that you even thought about taking the Falcons is, yeah. says a lot. I oh, mean, that line just kind of weirded me out. I would have thought like Seahawks by six or something. Uh, it's, that's low. I mean, especially with with Ryan, you know, questionable to maybe even doubtful. Yeah, but you have to think that the Seahawks have been playing great football, so. That, plays part into it but Seahawks win this game and cover yeah I'm surprised it's that low too I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Seahawks on that one uh moving on to the next game Eagles at the Bills the Bills are one and a half point favorites over your Philadelphia Eagles Morris I will not be picking this game I, I <laughs> oh my god I, I the Eagles do not deserve my pick after that dreck and disgusting pitiful performance they put forward on Sunday night and I just don't have enough confidence to pick the Bills because I don't think the Bills are, you know, that good. I mean, I know they're 5-1, and one, but, you know, they were struggling against the freaking Brian Fitzmagic-led Dolphins on Sunday and nearly trailed by two touchdowns and Fitzpatrick didn't throw an interception in the end zone. Um, so I, I will not be picking this game. I will gladly take the L on this game <laughs> willingly. I am vetoing my pick because I do not want to pick either team. So no pick. You got it. <laughs> I'm going to take the Eagles, even though they disappoint me every time I pick them. Uh, literally, I've picked them a handful of times and lost money every single time. Uh, but I was going to take the Eagles again. I won't be betting the game in real life, but I'll take the Eagles this week. Yeah, I will take the Eagles, but I will keep my money in my wallet. Yes. Please do. It's a wise <laughs> decision, trust me. <laughs> Moving on to a game of some two uh, disappointing teams so far this year. The Chargers at the Chicago Bears. The Bears are four-point favorites. Uh, that's the Bears are. I mean, I can't believe in the Bears right now. I mean, yeah, two teams that are tough to believe in. Um, I'm actually gonna go. Now nah, you know what? I'm gonna go with the Bears. <laughs> I relented at the last second. Um, Chargers just seem like they're more of a mess right now. The Bears, I I know that Mitch is awful, but I just think their their roster is more talented. Um, I'll go with the Bears at home. I'm gonna go with Chargers. I think the Bears are just lost as a team. <laughs> I just can't. I hate the Bears too. So Chargers cover and they win. 
Ah, man, I don't want to pick this game. Um, I'm going to go with the Chargers. I'm not really confident in it, but I'm going yeah, to go. Yeah, it's a tough one to have confidence in, in any pick. That's I'll how keep, I exactly looked at it. I'll keep my money in my wallet for this one, too. Yeah. Um, moving, on, moving on to uh, Giants at the Lions. The Lions are six-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Whew. I like I like the Lions. I think the Giants are playing awful right now and kind of, you know, moving back into that pack of one of the worst teams in football where we thought they maybe were in the middle pack a few weeks ago. Um, while the Lions got their asses kicked on defense last week, I do think they're better than that. Um, I think they come back strongly this week and with an impressive win. I think they win and they come Yeah, I, I really like the spread this week for the Lions. I'm going to take the Lions to win and cover. I'm also going to take the Lions. Uh, don't believe in Danny Dimes just yet. Um, moving on to the Buccaneers at the Titans with our favorite quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, at the helm. The Titans are two-and-a-half-point favorites. You got to go with Tannehill, right? I mean, we're singing his praises here. Um, I, you know, it robs us of the chance of the, you know, once-upon-a-time glorious – one, two, picking the draft, Winston Mariota matchup that we could have got to see. Um, but I think Tannehill's the best quarterback of the three of them. So Titans, Titans cover. Just because you two picked Ryan Tannehill, we're going to pick the Bucks this week. Bucks to cover and Bucks to win. Ooh. Uh, I'm, I'm going to roll with the Titans. I'm roll yes, sir. Got to stay by my word. Um, moving on to the Broncos at the Colts. The Colts are six point favorites. Uh, surprised this line's not higher, actually. Um, I don't know. I mean, Denver, Joe Flacco, I, I can't ever pick him again after that shit that they put forward on Thursday night. How about you know, some of the national TV performances this last week? Flacco and the Broncos, Wentz and the Eagles, Darnold and the Jets. I mean, it was awful what we were watching in these night games. <laughs> Hopefully this week's better. Um, but anyway, I, uh, I'll go with the Colts and, and the Colts to cover. I think the Colts are one of the best teams in the AFC. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think the Colts definitely cover cover this game. They win the game. The Broncos are just until they. I know Drew Locke was hurt. I don't know if he's still hurt. Uh, I would assume so. Uh, but I think until they make that switch, it's safe picking against the Broncos every week. Yeah, I'm gonna roll with the Colts. Uh, I think they're. Uh, I think they're a very good football team this year. Um, Moving on to the 0-7 Bengals at the 4-3 and Rams. The Rams are 13.5-point favorites. Oh, I would have made this spread higher, too. Um, Rams, I think the Rams are starting to find their footing, getting some rhythm, um, beating up on some cupcake teams. Um, yeah, I'll go with the Rams and to cover. Yeah, I agree. Rams cover and win. I think the Bengals are going to cover. Wow. Oof. Man. A lot of faith in the 0-7 Bengals. That's like giving. That's like just giving yourself an L. <laughs> you know what? I willingly gave myself an L. It could be. It could be a two. It could be a two-game switch if the Bengals cover this one. So I, I gotta. I gotta try one game. Um, <laughs> moving on to <laughs> the Cardinals at the Saints. Uh, the Saints are ten-point favorites here. This to me is a little high. Cardinals have been playing good football, man. Three wins in a row. Offense is clicking. Um, I think the Saints do win, but uh, I like the way that offense is playing right now. I know the Saints defense is really good, um, 
but maybe they have a little, I mean, I keep waiting for them to have a little bit of a regression. Maybe it comes this week. Um, Saints win, but they do not cover. I think the Saints are shooting all cylinders right now, playing really well. Defense is playing really well. Saints offense playing really well. Ted, Teddy Bridgewater playing really well. So I think the Saints win and it covered this. Yeah, I'm agree with Dom on this one. I, I got the Saints covering. Um, I do think it would be a good football game for about three full quarters, though, and then the yeah, definitely. Saints would probably run away with it. Um, moving on to oh my goodness, I I I'm, I might take the L for this game. Jets at Jaguars. Jags are five and a half point favorites. Uh, <laughs> I feel like the Jags should be more favorite too after that Monday night game. Five and a half, yeah, it seems low here. Um, I mean, I, don't, I think the Minshew stuff has sort of calmed down a little bit. Um, it seems like it's kind of Nick Foles' job now um, whenever whenever he gets back healthy. Um, not that Minshew's bad, but I think he still has some stuff to work on. Um, this is kind of a tough one, too. I mean, either, you, either you guys want to take a stab at it while I think about it. <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll do it. Go I got the I got the Jets covering the game, and I think they win. I refuse to believe the Jets are that as bad as they played last uh, night, actually. Um, I think they're a much better team than they, they showed last night. I think the Patriots are just dominant. This Jacksonville Jaguars team without Jalen Ramsey, I think they're definitely beatable. And, you know, the defense is definitely put up a lot of yards and whatnot. I think Sam Darnold bounces back and the Jets cover this and win it. Oh, this is going to be awful, man. I, the Jets – I think I agree with you, Dom. I think they might win this game, and they're going to reel me back in for another for another seven days, and then they're going to lose again, and I'm going to freaking just want to jump off a building. Well, they play the Dolphins next week, don't they? If oh, they lose, it's going to be they, a win streak developing. Yeah, if they lose against the Dolphins, I would just – I mean, I would, I'd probably burn every single nah, jersey okay. I have. They're better than the Dolphins. They won't lose that game. Uh, well, anyway, I'm, ta- I'm taking the Jets. Yeah, you guys sold me. I'll, I'll go with the Jets. I don't know if they win, but I think they cover. Oh yeah, it's, that's that's gonna be an ugly football game. Yeah, that's um, that's not pretty. That's not one that I want to watch too much thank, of. Thank God I won't be home to watch that on TV. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, moving on to the four o'clock slate. We got uh, four games here: Panthers at the 49ers, which is looking like it's gonna be a good football game. The 49ers are five and a half point favorites this week, coming off their bye. I actually no, coming off a bye basically because they played the Redskins. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Um. I am going to say the Niners win, but I think the Panthers cover that spread. I think this is a tight game. It feels like a field goal game. Um, I think the Niners are good, but I still have questions about Jimmy G and that offense. I think the Panthers' defense is really good. They force a lot of turnovers, could force them into some mistakes. Um, and then you look on the other side, the Niners' defense has been one of the best in the league, if not the best all season. Um, so this could be low scoring, I think, kind of. Uh, could be a little ugly, but I think the Niners win, but they don't cover. I think the uh, – I agree. I think the Niners win, but I think the Panthers cover. With Christian McCaffrey, I think it's just going to be too much for 49ers. I think it's a very close game. Uh, could definitely come down to a field goal that wins it for the 49ers. Yeah, I think this might be the first real test for the Niners. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with the Panthers. Um, Kyle Allen has not been turning the ball over, which is a key component of them winning some of these football games that they have been. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Panthers to at least cover – I think they might end up winning this football game. Um, moving on to the Brownies at the Pats. The Pats are 12 and a half point favorites here. Pats, 
they're rolling. And, you know, they seem like they they were struggling there for a couple of weeks on offense. Like they got that fixed up and, and, you know, recovered last night. Um, and the Browns, they're coming off a bye week, but they're, you know, monumentally disappointing on both sides of the ball, really. And I think Baker could be in for a miserable, miserable day on national television. Um, I'm going to go with the Pats and the Pats to cover. Yeah, I just – I can't pick the Browns. I trash them every week. I don't think they're any good. Uh, Patriots cover and win. I agree. Pa- Pats cover and win. Um, they're good. They, oh, man, they're oh, – what an easy So schedule. good. Uh, I know, yeah. They're also very good at football. Um, yeah, the schedule is brutal. I, I'll give That's them the true. credit. Um, <laughs> moving on to the Raiders, who are magically 3-3 three and three against the Houston Texans, who are 4-3. and three. Houston is – Six and a half point favorite here. This is a tough one to me too, because I mean I know Houston, their ceiling is really good. We've seen it, but their low is also ugly. I mean, they're like a week to week, you know, you have no idea what the hell you're gonna get. Um, and the Raiders, you know, they're also, I mean, their defense is bad, but I actually think their offense is pretty good. I mean, Josh Jacobs is good and they moved the ball really well on Sunday against the Packers. That car, you know, fumble through the end zone really changed that game. Um, I am going to go shockingly with the Raiders to cover the spread. I think the Texans win, but I just don't trust the Texans enough. So I'll say Texans win, but the Raiders cover that six and a half. Uh, I think the Raiders get blown out here by the Texans. I, it's, I feel like the Texans are a lot better than they showed last week, and they played decently last week. I think they go in, roll the Raiders. I'm going to take the Raiders to cover. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. I, a couple Raider picks here. I love it. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know, Morris. You, like you said, the Texans—they're—they're they're good, and I think they're a much better football team than the Raiders. But uh, they just haven't really been playing up to their full potential. So I'm—I'm I'm, I'm gonna take the Raiders here to cover. Um, probably won't happen. But where the Dom's Packers at the Chiefs Sunday Night Football? The Packers are four and a half point favorites on the road. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll take this one first. Uh, I'm actually kind of disappointed that Mahomes won't be playing in this game because I feel like this is, you know, I had this game circled for a long time, you know, when the schedule came out because this is going to be, you know, in my opinion, one of the best games of the year, if not the best game of the year. Uh, now Mahomes is out four and a half points on the road. I feel like it's a very favorable spread for the Packers. Packers, by the way, what are they? Four and two, five and two, I believe, against the spread. Uh, so I got the Packers all week rolling, offenses rolling, defenses back to the old same old defense. Uh, but they're getting turnovers, which is nice, uh, kind of reminiscent of that Super Bowl team. So I got the Packers. I actually I like the Chiefs. Um, like you said, oh. it, it, it is a real bummer. Jeez, Holmes is not playing this uh, for all of us. But uh, Andy, I mean, Andy is the backup QB whisperer, man. I mean, I know as well as anybody. Um, and so does the boss man, Tyler O'Shea. Um, I mean, it, you know, heckin' reckon back to the days of uh, Jeff Garcia and A.J. Feely in Philly. Andy knows how to dial up a game plan for a backup quarterback. Um, and with plenty of weapons at his disposal. Um, Chiefs have dropped a couple home games in a row. I don't think they'll lose again. Packers, while they're, they're definitely very good, they're in the mix in the NFC. Um, I kind of think they're due for a loss. I uh, I like the Chiefs to cover and win the game. Yeah, this one's tough for me. Um, I'm gonna go with the Packers. 
this will be a very, very good football game, though, even with Matt Moore playing quarterback. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to go with the Packers here. Uh, moving on to the final game of week eight. It's going to be a doozy. The Dolphins at the Steelers. The Steelers are 14 and a half point favorites with a two and four record on the year. <laughs> Boy, that, that is unbelievable. I mean, that's got to be a first in NFL history. Team with a losing record to be favored by 14 plus points. Um, and you know what? Shockingly enough, I'm going to pick the Steelers because that's how bad the Dolphins are. Uh, the Steelers are coming off the bye week. Um, and Miami's defense is a joke. And it seems like no matter who's playing quarterback for the Steelers, whether it's Hodges or Rudolph, like it's not great, but they're competent at least, you know, they'll put up, you know, in the, you know, mid to high twenties. Um, I'm going to go with the Steelers. I need to cover. First off, whoever picked the games this year for Sunday or Monday night football should be fire from yeah, the Monday night games have been so bad. I mean, oh. the, the jets have had two, Monday night games. The Browns have had two Monday night games. Whoever the Dolphins can... on a Monday night is just inexcusable. Well, I understand you got to put every game on TV or whatnot, but or every team on TV. But this game just—I know yeah, it's, it's it's awful. It's yeah. a shame. This is the worst of all of them. I think. Yeah, this is bad. Uh... <laughs> Doc Hodges versus Ryan Fitzpatrick or Josh Rosen or. Mason Rudolph doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter. I think the defense is just too good for the Steelers. I think it makes up for – and the Steelers getting another Monday night game. I mean, what is this? Uh, I think the Steelers cover and win. Yeah, I, I like the Steelers' defense. Um, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Dolphins cover. Oh, boy. <laughs> Dolphins wow. cover. I mean, you know what? They, they put up points against the Bills. They did. They did. You know, and they were in that football game for a majority of it. So I'm going to take the Dolphins to cover. Uh, but this will be an ugly, ugly, ugly football game that I probably will refuse to watch. <laughs> I mean, none of us would watch a second of this if it wasn't in prime time. Oh, <laughs> I still might not watch a second. Yeah, I still I, might not either. I got to watch, watch season five of Gotham. So I'll probably yeah, watch that. Sixers might play on Monday night. I'm definitely watching that instead of this uh, bullshit. Oh, yeah. The Knicks are yeah. on. Watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Got to got to get ready for the eight seed in the next. Oh boy, jeez! You've talked <laughs> oh. yourself into it. <laughs> Since I can't watch the World Series this year, I have to watch the next. <laughs> oh, well, oh man! Well, anyway, yeah. that that wraps up our our picks against the spread for this week. Uh, Want to remind you to visit JokerMag.com, the home of the underdog, um, as well as follow us on Twitter at PlaySneaky. Um, follow uh, JokerMag on Twitter at JokerMagHQ. And to enjoy your week eight, uh, week eight of football, um, we're getting to the halfway point, and it's uh, it's kind of crazy. So enjoy it, relax, watch some of the World Series too, get your mind off the football for a little bit, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Sneaky Plays Podcast, presented by JuggerMag.com, the home of the underdog. We want to remind you to visit JuggerMag.com because it's the greatest site out there. Thank you.